Assalamu alaikum, hello and welcome back to the Staying Walk podcast, episode 3. Thank you for your support on the last one, uh, the revival. We're back, regular episodes, inshallah. Follow us on Instagram at Staying Walk Podcast. Uh, you can listen to it on iTunes yep. at Staying Walk Podcast. You can watch this video on YouTube mm-hmm. at Staying Walk Podcast. Um, and SoundCloud, Staying Walk Podcast. And we're going to try and get on. I think another platform, but I don't know. Is there any other platforms worth putting on? I think for Androids, isn't it? Oh, Android, has, Android has one as well, yeah. Androids, they can't use iTunes. Ah. And SoundCloud is only streaming. So something where you can download it. Does Android have um, a platform for it? Yeah, I think. Podcasts? Castbox or Spotify is on both. Thingy. Yeah, works. We'll see, inshallah. We're in a learning process, but we're getting there. Inshallah. Um, how you been, Ashraf? Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. So today, I think we're going to talk about the situation in Sudan um, over the last two three weeks there's been quite a lot of social media um, talk about this and so Definitely. quite a lot of youth and, and people who are on social media everyone's kind of aware now mm. um, but there's been there's still been very little to no coverage on mainstream media about the situation in Sudan so I think it's important for us to talk about that and Definitely. for us to um, highlight and understand what's happening and then to, to have a discussion about you know how that's affecting different people mm. um yeah so should we start with what's happening right now in sudan or how people are reacting to well it? okay i just i think what we've seen is um a lot of people starting to react to what's happening but the majority of people are still fairly unaware i think the general understanding of people is that Oh, we know that there's been killings, we know that there's been rape, and we yeah. know that there's been protests. Yeah. But it's very unclear as to who's been doing the killings, yeah. what the protests are even about. Sure. Um, everyone's been changing their DPs to blue. We'll get into that later on as to understanding of that, but, you know, that's just... Everyone's changing the GP, DPs to blue, and that's trying to raise awareness of, it, of Sudan issue... But there's le- little understanding of what's happening. Everyone's putting this hashtag, hashtag pray for Sudan. Yes, yes. But that pray for Sudan, no one really knows, oh, what am I praying for? I'm just praying for people getting pilled. What do you want for Sudan? Exactly. What do we want for Sudan? Exactly. Think, so, um, yeah. so, so we know that there's been stuff happening. Um, I think let's go back. Let's go to the beginnings. Let's take a little, little bit of background information about Sudan mm. and go from there and see how it links to what's happening today. Yeah. So let's just start off with the um, the sit-ins. Mm. That's when we saw uh, the, the million people um, sitting outside the military council. So that, that happened on the 6th of April. That's 2019. 2019, yes. Mm. Um, where the people of uh, the Sea of Khartoum and many other towns came together and protested, led by uh, the SPA, the Sudanese Professional Association, Associates, mm. um, who are a, 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 a group of professionals, doctors, Engineers or whatever profession they uh, they they, uh, they practice, and they're leading this, this protest. Um, and their objective, the SPA, is to establish a, a what, what they demand from the government is the freedom to be able to choose their leader, the 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 betterment of their 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 conditions as 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 a nation, uh, i.e. Uh, uh, better living conditions. As we know, Sudan is very very uh, poor. Generally speaking, as a country, uh, um, the people we were talking about this before. 
it was it cost what uh, ten pounds you said for a slice of bread. Mm, I think yeah, ten Sudanese pounds. It's costing ten Sudanese pounds for a slice of bread, whereas a few months ago, for like a year ago or so, it was ten pounds for the whole loaf. Mm. So you can see how mass hyperinflation is occurring. Um, and we were talking about how this is caused by because Sudan has a very because of basically in 2011 they had the big split between South Sudan and Northern Sudan where they were one country and this because they have two different societies North Sudan is mainly Arab speaking and Muslim and the Southern Sudan they don't speak Arabic they speak other languages they're, they're generally tribes yeah. and more like desert kind of people mm. so they have a different lifestyle and so they were all ruled under just one government and just as though they're one people but they're not one people so um, so they had a lot of civil war and in 2011 they had a big split so South Sudan became independent to the rest of Sudan well, and did that happen on its own they just they just say okay you know what you have your land we have our lands or was there kind of no there was intervention from America and from oh, okay. other powers across the world who came in and then because of all the civil wars that were happening um, they kind of came in I think it was the UN as well they came in and just and they kind of said because actually it's, it's deeper than that basically you had the leader of Sudan as a whole, South Sudan and North Sudan together. And second in power, they had the, they put in, in the, the leader of essentially the Southern Sudan. The, mm. people, the, one, the leader of the, the representative for all of Southern Sudan, they put him second in power. And, but they obviously, you had a dictatorship government, they didn't exactly cooperate. Yeah. So there was still a lot of corruption and everything like that. So they kind of just basically made South Sudan an independent country. But South Sudan holds most of the oil reserves that, sorry, most most of the oil reserves that Sudan has. And um, over the last 30 years or so, Sudan has made its economy more dependent upon oil. And so because of that, the split caused a lot of problems in North Sudan because it meant that their economy is now, you know, just centrally broken because all their oil has gone, mm. you know, South Sudan became independent. So since then, there's been a lot of hyperinflation in terms of the economy. There's been just a lot of poverty. Um, and so there's been protests, actually, ever since 2011. Mm-hmm, yes. But they were mainly led by, like, you know, the youth, school children, yeah. that kind of stuff. And they weren't getting much coverage. But over, I think, in December, you had a few in the villages and in the other places you had the some protests yep. and then the, the, in the news and media in Sudan started getting coverage of those things mm-hmm. and so they started spreading towards Khartoum, Darfur, the, yeah. the, 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 the capitals and the main cities in Sudan and that's when we started seeing the mass amount of people started yeah. coming to the streets. Yeah, so you're right, so um, on the 22nd of December, mm-hmm. um, the, 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 the people came out and protested for the right, the, the right to a better life, the right to, you know, uh, to better uh, job opportunities. And um, that went on for a while, and like you said, that wasn't getting as much media coverage. It was, but not on on, on this scale right oh, now. Okay, so so those kind of little protests, they were just the ones who were more focused on. We need a better life. We need. Yep, that's exactly we, we, we deserve it, yeah. our rights. We deserve to have food and and not you know yeah. jobs. Okay, definitely. So that that was from the twenty second December. Yeah. That's what the protests were about, uh, to, to better their current situation. Then Subhanallah, suddenly, not suddenly, will. There was a change in uh, in the call. Mm. Then they said, you know what? Forget about asking for a better way of life. We just want you guys to get out of power. We want the, the, the current government, Amr al-Bashir, 
to step down and we want to uh, uh, choose mm. our government rather than... But it, it was quite a sudden shift though, wasn't it? I it mean, was, in, definitely. In terms of from, it was over like fairly a few days really, wasn't mm-hmm. it? And um, it's quite interesting to see how the people then just kind of got sick of his regime because he was quite oppressive as a, as a ruler Most as well. Most definitely. And, uh, I think, sorry, a lot of people don't realise that killings from Omar Bashir's government were happening a long time before they got covered in the media now. Even mm-hmm. before uh, the disdain outside the military council, there was killings way before that, but pe- the, the media didn't cover it. So people assumed that, oh, it's because the people are sitting in front of the, the military council and blocking the main road It within Khartoum that they're getting, uh, they're getting shot at. But no, people were getting killed way before then. SubhanAllah. Yeah. And like I said, on the 6th of April, that's when, um, that's when the sitting officially happened. You know, a million, million people. Um, and then within, uh, within, within the next few days, Omar Bashir was... Uh, was uh, uh, I think it was 11th of April. 11th of April, they, yes. they made the statement that Omar Bashir, the, the ruler for 33 years or whatever, um, he's just, he's vanished. <laughs> he's well, just... They said they took, they, 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 they done a coup. Yeah, they put him in a secure location, they yeah, said. Secure, apparently. And, uh, he, looks, he looks chilled, bro. He did not look <laughs> like he was in prison, bro. He looked like he was enjoying his yeah. time. He still had a fresh throw that was white. He looked like he was living life, bro. I'm telling you. When yeah. the pictures came out now, obviously. These people, they're just... A <laughs> prison, apparently. Yeah. But anyway, it was kind of like... But obviously, the, the coup happened, but yeah. his second in charge yeah. came into power. What's and obviously... What's his name? Obviously... Uh, they all got funny names. Uh, Aub, something like that. Oh, uh, yeah, Aub. Aub bin... bin, bin they, he's got oh, a Sahabi surname. I was like, they didn't even deserve that surname. Aub, yeah, that's it. Aub bin Auf. Yeah, I was going to... Auf, yeah. Aub bin Auf, that's it. So he but came into power. Anyway, he came into power on the 11th of April... The second com- in charge, who was second in charge anyway, and uh, I think what he did, no, he didn't replace. So basically, yeah, sorry, the people weren't having it. The people weren't yeah. gonna have just another change of face. That's one they said. They said what, they, they had this big slogan. Uh, they, they, so the first they said Tasqut. We just want Tasqut. Best they said we wanted to fall mm. when Omar Bashir was in power, and then Omar Bashir went, and this uh, this uh, this old came, and uh, why I'm smiling is because there's actually a funny pun in Arabic with his name, because <laughs> it means replacement in Arabic. Oh, oh dear. He's replaced. Yeah. So he replaced. Uh, replace. <laughs> That's the power of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's um, plan. You know, they plan, Allah, Allah plans, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the best of planners because, look, even his name, even down to the, his name is. <laughs> but he wasn't a long replacement. He was not a long replacement because when, when he came into power, when he was the leader of Sudan, mm. people said, no, Tasqut, Marafania, we want it to fall a second time mm. because we're not having it. But I think, do you know what it is? I think, I think now, generally speaking, the Muslims in the Muslim world, they're not going to fall for the same trick over how, how many times. No. Because in Egypt it happened. In, uh, in uh, Tunisia. Oh, in Tunisia it happened. Tunisia mm. is a fantastic example. Mm. And now, the people of Sudan are uh, looking at it, thinking, oh, I'm going to be Algeria. Algeria, exactly. Now the same, from the, 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 from the same cabinet or the same group, uh, what's his name? Botafleka, his, 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 his colleagues, if you like, mm. are coming to power. Well, it's the same party, it's the same thing. The faces. thing is, the people are, are not being. Um, see, originally they were calling for just like a change of the face, just get rid of the, the person because they were being persecuted so much. Yeah. And so they just associate with this person. And I think, especially, for example, what happened in Egypt where they got rid of Mubarak and then <laughs> they just had essentially like. Now Sisi's back in power and he's the same, it's the same person. So the, in Sudan, they were like, we're not having it. So within one day, they're saying, we're calling for a change of the regime, a change of the system. Within one day, the second guy is gone. Mm. But what he does is he replaces With another everyone. Guy. 
he obviously he replaces himself with another guy, yeah. and this guy replaces all of because Sudan is split into like America like seven states. Mm. So he really seven? yeah, oh. I think it's seven. I didn't know it was split. I thought yeah, it was... yeah. Well, it's not obviously it's not like yeah, but it's like that. Like I know what they you have, mean. They have individual yeah, yeah, governances yeah. and their own like you know the yeah. obviously the wallies like the people who who yeah. um, no, I didn't know that. the area. Yeah, yeah. So he replaced all of them with military leaders. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But these yes. were all new faces. So. What it is is that the people are, I think, are fairly confused now because it's like, well, this is a new face. We don't fully trust him, but he's not the same as those other uh, Bashir and everyone. He's 100%. not, you know. So that's why there's a bit of confusion what's happening now. And I'll tell you where mm. the, the the in my opinion at least, where the people of Sudan made, uh, I'd say, not quite the best choice. And I say this as an outsider, and may Allah SWT make them uh, uh, successful and give them uh, strength in their in, in their protests. They when when the when 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 Abdul Fattah was his name Al Al Hanif. That's it. No. Al Burhan. Al Burhan. Al Burhan came into power. <laughs> he came into power um, after this uh, <laughs> supposed second name. He, he's 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 the new guy. Um, Abdul Fattah Burhan. Yeah. He's the new guy. The new guy they put in power. Yes. So Omar, it was just for everyone. I know there's a lot of names being mentioned. Yeah. Omar Bashir, Awad bin Awf, and then it was and now it is Abdullah uh, Abdul Fattah Burhan. Burhan. Sorry, his name's confusing. When he came into power, he rec- he said we recognize the SPA, hmm. the Sudanese Professional Associates, the people leading the protests, as the representatives of Sudan. Hmm. He said we, re- said we recognize you guys. So now let us talk, because they said because we're not we're not willing to give you everything you want, but we need to negotiate. We need to you know come to terms where you have to have to uh, compromise, and we have to compromise some, and we come to an agreement, and everyone's happy. Hmm. And that's the biggest mistake because they've. Essentially, they wanted the government to fall. Yeah. But now you've sat with the government. Yeah, basically. So that, just... it, it, when I saw that happen, I was actually sad. I was thinking, that's that's not the best choice because you want a change of government, but you're sitting with the government mm. to negotiate a change of government. It's not going to happen. Yeah, because what the military have done basically is they've who've taken over. Actually, I think it's important before we talk carry on talking about military and all this kind of stuff is to is to highlight what happened with the killings because. Mm. So in this in this point in time, eleventh uh, and twelfth of April, where they had all of the the problems with the government, and and during Ramadan, um, there was a lot of killings of protesters, and these were actually enacted and and they were given orders by uh, sorry the, the the people who started doing the killings. They weren't actually just the general military. They weren't. They they were a, a militia Rapid group. Forces, yeah. Yeah, called the Janjaweed. Yeah. Um, and essentially, basically, they. Uh, so I was I was uh, researching into who uh, who they are essentially, and um, they are people who are, they were a group formed by Omar Bashir yeah. when he was in power um, as a militia group to be loyal to him and to basically prevent any military coups. If any coups came from from the military, so a coup essentially like the, the, overthrow, the military the current, overthrowing yeah. the the government, and there were a few over the years. Um, if anyone tried that. He had his his people, and and I was researching into who they are, and essentially what he did was they were, these are just tribes. These are all just yeah. tribes who lived in the deserts, who just lived, who didn't, who lived very very poor lives, and he gave them an immense amount of wealth, more wealth than they can ever imagine in their lives, so that they could basically be, be loyal to him. He bought their loyalty, 
And that's why they're still loyal to him. Even mm. though he's gone, they're still loyal to him. They're still killing, you know, doing all these killings. And, you know, they're actually made up of many, many child soldiers. 100%. And, all, and they're, just, they're just, basically, these tribes who, um, like, they're in just... Two, they're two, just yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. No, but, but yeah, basically, just these tribes who have grown up their entire lives is just to be part of this militia ginger yep, weed. Yep. And they have no morals. They've been killing people for for years. In 2003, they, yeah. he, he, he established or their the ginger weed they, mm. they, they, they were established so like you said it's been a long time mm. since they uh, they've been established they, they, they've built a relationship with him yeah so like you said they're very loyal to him they're very loyal and the thing is they've been they've been killing and raping and doing all this stuff for a long time and during Ramadan's in the past so when on the 8th of Ramadan they there was the big massacre and people started talking about these they, they just started massacring people and yeah. they were raping women and during Ramadan and on Eid day itself I don't know sorry the day before Eid they, they killed this is the big statistic they killed 500 people and that everyone's talking about now. You know, you know, you know. What I find interesting that's uh, that's happened with the uh, uh, rapid forces. They, they call mm. them uh, uh, the ginger weed, yeah. and then the, the ginger weed. Yeah, ginger weed is it? Or ginger, ginger weed. Ginger weed. Okay. Like ginger weed, because <laughs> they're high. <laughs> no, I'm joking. So, what they've been doing is they've actually been leaving arms on the floor. Hmm. So they've been actually leaving guns and different uh, uh, different weapons on the floor. And some analysts are saying that this is to uh, uh, to to kind of get the masses mm. to pick up these weapons to provoke them and then end up a new Syria. Oh, subhanallah! Because basically, they want a war. that's so dirty. Subhanallah! Yeah. Exactly, because they need a reason to kill. Right now, they look bad. We 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 as the government of Sudan. To, 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 to the outer world we look like criminals we're killing these people so we need a reason to kill mm. so now they've been there's, there's many reports from underground uh, underground reports here um, that there's been weapons left just scattered around for people to pick up so when they pick them up when a soldier shoots or one of these ginger weeds rapid forces shoots him he's saying to the if, if he gets interviewed or gets recorded he'll say what he had a gun as well exactly at the end of the day they're protecting themselves but what does it do that that leaving that gun on the ground is provoking that person to exactly. stop his peaceful peaceful protest, which, which they've been doing so far, um, and basically start a war? Yeah, and but it, they and, haven't. Alhamdulillah, they haven't, gives, they're smart, smart yeah, enough to realize. But but you know the ginger weed, they 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 started trying to um, legitimize their murders of everyone by saying we need to get rid of all the druggies and we need to get rid of all the yeah. criminals. There's too many criminals in the areas. That's why we started shooting and whatever. This is what they've been. This is what they've been publicizing. And so, but obviously people aren't falling for that. People exactly. are people are more woke than that. Alhamdulillah, they listen to Stay Woke podcast, and <laughs> and they woke. <laughs> but anyway, they um. But now, obviously, they're trying. They need to find that. What else can we justify our murders with? Exactly. Yes. Um. But anyway, these. This is the main reason why a lot of the, um, social media started coming to social media and started raising awareness because, the, obviously, the the sojourners and the government they cut they cut off the internet. And so um, it meant that there's no reports from within on the ground, like proper, you know, news reports. And so because these things are happening and because the people themselves are telling people and and they're they're calling out to the rest of the world saying, Muslim Ummah, do not not let us be silent, do do not let our suffering be silenced. Um, That's why everyone has started coming to social media. Yeah. Um, Yeah, but anyway, so Alhamdulillah, okay, we we understand those points, but coming back to... I hope that's a... Good brief. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that's a good brief in terms of yeah. what happened. But yeah, exactly. So these are the general points of what's exactly happened. But yeah. coming back to what we were talking about, about um, 
the, now the negotiations, what's actually happening in terms of the governance. Mm. So the military have come and they've said, listen, we're going we're gonna, to, for two years, we're going to rule, essentially, and we're going to try and figure out um, a system. Yeah. And so they've asked the people, let's start negotiating. So they started negotiating with different groups of people and the main people who are negotiating with them are the Freedom and Change Movement. Mm, SBA Mandem. Yeah. So, but the, basically, so the people are all pretty much united in that they want a people-run government. Mm-hmm. Um, but now they're, they're trying to negotiate with, with, with the military. Yeah. So, yeah, you were saying that. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't think, first of all, we've got to understand something. If, if 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 the call of the the brothers and sisters in Sudan is they want a change of government, mm. you can't make the mistake of talking with the government. You've you've got to say we don't recognize you from which is what they said. We don't recognize at the start. We don't recognize you as as a legitimate uh, 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 power to rule us. Mm. We didn't we don't want you to rule us, you know. But now for the SPA or the uh, Freedom and Change Movement, um, they're the same people um, to come in and say. They have already negotiated with them. It's not. It's not gonna. It's not gonna uh, reach a conclusion which the Sudanese, Sudanese people want, mm. because you've got you've got compromise in in in, in a bargain, you know, and the, the the military is not gonna give them what what they want. They're not. Um, and I think one of the uh, one of the conditions was that they they remove uh, the, the people get out of the sitting in front in front of the military council because they were literally blocking the the main road of of Khartoum. And if th- if that goes, because remember, well, it's kind of pretty much gone now. That was a stamp mm. of our power as as the Sudanese people. We're sitting outside the military military council, and we want a solution. And at that point, actually, that's when the the the, the, the military were, were were willingly inviting people to hear their opinion. Mm. That's when you saw different groups from different uh, 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 different backgrounds come and propose. But when you as the as a representative of the Sudanese people, the SPA, as they refer to themselves as, the representative of the Sudanese people, negotiate with the, with the same government you're trying to uh, uh, bring down or, or you want to replace, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. But yeah, that's, that's, that's generally what's been happening in, in, in Sudan. But um, yeah. in terms of the response in, 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 in the UK at least, um, what do you think of it? It's in terms been interesting. Of the, it's the, interesting the because... Let me, uh, pictures. Yeah, so I'll tell you... Um, how I even discovered about the whole situation. Because I didn't know anything about it. It was like, let's go two, three weeks ago. I don't know, nothing was happening in Sudan. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I didn't even think that. <laughs> I don't know, like, like these, these countries that there's so much things happening within them. Even especially like places like Algeria. Um, yeah. It's just, there's no coverage on it at all. So you don't know what's going on at all. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? So um, I started seeing the whole change of DP blue stuff. Um, obviously interested in me why is everyone changing deeply and personally I was like I don't know I don't know about this innit it might just yeah. be one of these little fads innit I don't want to get involved but um, but then I started seeing people talking about it. then I started seeing a lot of this was within a very short time within a few days I started seeing posts about you know hashtag pray for Sudan that was the first thing and then there was all the posts about okay look there's been murders there's been massacres there's been a lot of rapes of men and women and they're just being, these protesters who are just being, all, all this kind of stuff, right? And so that's what interested me. I was like, okay, subhanAllah, you know, there's actually stuff going on, but I wanted to understand what's happening, what's the actual situation. So we did mm. all this research about what's happening. And then, um, and yeah, and then basically I released a poem on my 
Conscious Rhymes account about, it was just something I wrote within two minutes and it was just, I just wanted to say, look, I don't know exactly what's happening, but we're finding out slowly, but what's important is to make sure that the voices of the Sudanese people who are being silenced because of the lack of media coverage, they shouldn't, they, 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 they can't be silenced. And so it's very, very, very important that we as social media, people on social media, that we don't allow the voices to be silenced. So yes, no. this Blue DP thing, it's, it's, it's a very bold and very clear statement saying, I stand with Sudan, but also there's something happening, you know, and people, you should start learning about it. Yeah. So that was my my poem and the stuff that I was posting on my social media was all about um, we need we need to have an understanding of what's happening mm. and and don't just hide behind this blue DP thing. If you're going to change 100%. your DP, don't just so my, my main point I was making is that this blue um, this so the blue DP the, the history of it is that this uh, this brother called Muhammad Matar yeah. he was at Brunel University and he was in Sudan. And he was defending some some women from being shot, and then they shot him essentially. So he, alhamdulillah, he died a shaheed. But um, his favorite color was this shade of blue. So everyone mm. started posting the shade of blue, yeah. and it was that's quite a beautiful story to be honest. But it's gone crazy in terms of like subhan, like all these massive, even like there's a lot of non-Muslim uh, influencers and people who have these millions of followers of their on their accounts start changing their DP blue. So it's, I think it's a good thing in terms of raising the awareness, right? But where does it go from there? That's that's what I was trying to get at. Where does it go from just raising awareness? Yeah. There needs to be proper raising awareness of what's exactly happening and understanding of the political situation. And and then personally, I think that there needs to be um, pressure put on Muslim leaders. Yeah, The Muslim rulers around the world who are silent about this as well. Because a lot of people are turning to like the British government and America and saying, what are you doing? Why are you not intervening? We don't want them to intervene. I'm sorry, mm. they've intervened in the entire... They've created the problem of Sudan in the first place. If we, we, as we were talking about the whole history, they're the ones who drew the split borders it, for yeah. Sudan and then split it. And they just created so many problems. Yeah, and 100%. their infiltration in every single country in the world, they've just ruined it. Exactly. They've just raped it of its resources yeah. and they've left it to, to just, you know, become so barren. on its own, yeah. Exactly. Saying, oh, we've given you independence. <laughs> You know, it's like, subhanAllah, these people, they fought against, you know, even when they fought for independence, they fought against this tyrannical rulership, this colonizer who came in and just took over, stripped the land of his resources, and and then just, and then they placed these rulers who just were basically dictators, and they left the the country in ruins. So my point is that, look, the Muslim leaders who have who have a duty to the ummah firstly because these are muslims and even if they're not muslims like they have a duty to the entire world you know but at the end of the day these people are being murdered um their blood you know there's a hadith uh where the prophet so was funny. was walking around the kaaba and doing tawaf and he calls out to the kaaba and he says oh kaaba verily the drop one drop of a muslim's blood is uh is more sacred to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala than you and everything that, that you that you can take and like, look how holy and blessed and amazing the Kaaba is and how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about the Kaaba and how 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 you know that is his house mm. and how amazing it is and how much it means to him and that one drop of a Muslim's blood uh-huh. is more sacred to him than all of that. How many drops have been how many people have been murdered? How many drops of blood is that? It's a it's innumerable amount. Mm-hmm. And so this is why I think that you know the 
So, so the power of social media is to make sure that these things do not get forgotten and that it's not silenced. Mm. We're continuing to raise awareness, but to not just hide behind it, to pressure the Muslim rulers to act and to expose the fact that they're not acting. Yeah. Do, you know, do you know what worries yeah. me though? It worries me that if, if we end up just changing our DPs mm. or profile pictures to, do, to blue and thinking that's enough. Mm. I, I, I feel like initially a lot of people were doing that because initially I saw the whole change the blue thing and everyone was just saying hashtag pray for Sudan exactly. hashtag pray for Sudan and that's, and, that's my and, worry man because that's not enough that's nothing you that's know nothing. like alhamdulillah we know that the power of du'a is, is the weapon of the believer right but I think people a lot of people have this misconception that du'a is simply raising hands no. and, and asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala du'a is not that that is an that is one that is the first step in in your du'a but du'a requires action action 100% and sorry then Muhammad is saying in hadith Whoever, whoever from you sees a wrongdoing, mm-hmm. let him change with his hand. Mm-hmm. Okay, we live in the UK. We can't change with our hand. Mm-hmm. And if he can't, the hadith carries on. Then with his tongue. So we need to understand that changing your DP to blue and hashtagging pray for Sudan and doing nothing about it. I'm not putting effort to understand the political reality of Sudan or political situation of Sudan and understand where it's going or the intention behind the, uh, uh, what the government is doing mm. and trying to raise awareness, correct awareness not just, there's a difference between there's a difference between raising awareness oh this is what's happening and, and there's a difference between hashtag I stand with Sudan and and then everything else which actually comes with it which is actually talking about exactly this is what's actually happened in Sudan this is the situation like People are being killed. You can say that. Alhamdulillah, say that all you want. But if you're not talking about who's actually doing the killings, exactly. what's actually happening in terms of... You know, it's, it's very important to understand the situation of the government as well because this is how it links to the solution, right? But, um, but I was going to say as well that in, on, on that point, so obviously the next part of the hadith is about hating it in your heart the, the, and this is the lowest part of Iman. It's the of Iman. There's another narration that says... And that just, yeah. I think, personally, saying hashtag pray for Sudan and not doing anything else, right, and just change your DP blue, I think that this is this is actually just a scapegoat thingy and it's, it's, it is something where you're saying I hate it in my heart. Yeah. And I'm not going to accuse anyone of having the lowest of Iman but the, this is the hadith, right, that you know, you got to be fearful for yourself, like, we've got to be constantly checking ourselves, even myself, because I, I changed my DP blue, yeah, and then I tried to talk about it but what have I done since then? I'll be honest with you. I haven't done anything. So, is it a situation where I've turned to, I'm hating in my heart again? You know, I don't mm. want to be in that situation. But another point on the, uh, about dua, in my poem, I've said, um, dua without action is shaitan's greatest destruction. Because it is, it's shaitan who is telling you, do dua, and that's it. Everything's going to get solved. Mm. This is not the way dua works. Maybe, or maybe I'll put it, that you want to make dua which is a good thing mm. but shaitan puts a cap on it and says oh that's it why mm. not just end it there I was going to say though um, in Surah Fatha Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says Iyaka na'budu wa iyaka nasta'een and the tafsir of this ayah obviously it means it is you that we uh, worship and it is you that we ask for help so and the tafsir of this ayah is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala puts these in order saying it is you that we worship this is the action and then it is you that we ask for help this is the dua and so it is okay. important That's that yeah, yeah. the action is, is, is you do the action first in everything even for example if you're um, you know if you, you're going to do something right you make the decision you do the action and then you make istikhara saying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
make sure that it's good for me. And mm. if it isn't good for me, then take it away from me. That's that's what the du'a of istikhara is. Mm. And so the action is, is first, and then the, the worship or the, the asking for help comes afterwards. Mm. So that, and that's the point is that, yes, we have trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he, 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 he can help us. But we need to be putting in that work beforehand. And so that's why I think it's so important not to just change the DP to blue and to actually be raising awareness about this mm. issue properly and to actually be calling for... Because for, we're talking about us in the West, right? Us as people who are not in Sudan, as who most of us do not have links to Sudan in terms of we don't know people in Sudan and all that kind of stuff. So we need to be pressuring, you know, the global community to start waking up. Yep, 100%. You know? And I think I think a point that you mentioned that's very very, very true is that we need to un- we need to understand that we need to uh, try to develop or build pressure towards Muslim countries who mm. are capable of resolving the issue in Sudan because the the fair enough on us the public the the the, the general masses the hadith of uh, uh, acting the part of speaking out your tongue against a monkar that falls on us but for a leader for a leader. The, part, the first part, which is let him change it with his hand, that's what falls on them. Mm. Because they have the ability to change the hand. They have the ability to go into Sudan and protect the people. Also, the people and the Ummah have a right over them. As a leader, as someone with influence in that way, the Ummah have a right over them. So in the same way that the Ummah, Sudanese people, they have a right over us to be, to, to be changing with our tongues or to be speaking about this issue. And the Ummah have a right, we all have a right over these leaders, over these people who have the ability to, ch- to change stuff with their hands, to actually be, be, be doing something. Yes, 100%. But they all, 100% of them are silent. Yep. Silence, this, it's not even about we're not doing anything, it's silence. And that silence is deafening because the world is seeing, even the British media and, and like, you know, like, this is, they, they, these people proclaim to be, oh yeah, we're completely impartial, or we can, we, you know, we, we, we don't have any agendas in our media, and they also claim to be like, oh yeah, and we're the promoters of, oh, the correct way of life, the promoters of freedom, promoters of the, the having the best solution to mm. mankind and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, they're not even speaking about this issue. They can't because they don't even want to give it any credit. They don't. They don't want to. They don't want to. You know, it's fun like it's, if, it's look, if if our countries, the Muslim world, are not speaking about it. Then why do you expect the why do we expect the British or the American or the European governments to 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 raise awareness about it or write about a newspaper? Mm-hmm. You know, there, there there is an issue, man. There is a big issue which needs to be addressed. That we need to start taking actions. We need to come out of this comfort zone of changing DPS and hashtagging stuff and you know walking around. I don't know if I don't know if they started doing it, walking around in a blue shirt or whatever. That is not <laughs> enough. That is not enough. I'm sorry to say. It might sound disheartening, but it's not enough. You know, we as Muslims, our deen is bigger than just praying salah, giving charity, and making dua. Yes, we, we make dua, like Yusuf said, is you we worship, which is an action, and, and it is you we also. seek help from. You know, do, then ask. Mm. You know? So that, that's, that's, that's a key message for me that do, then ask, act. You know, we need to raise awareness, talk about it, talk about the correct understanding of Sudan and the correct way to resolve Sudan and then ask Allah SWT for help, mm. you know. It, it, what do we want? Do we want Allah SWT to come down himself and, 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 and resolve Sudan? It, it's, it's on us, it's on us, the Muslims in general, the Muslim Ummah to, 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 to raise awareness and talk about it mm. and come to a solution. You know, We can't just be expecting oh, that we're going to wait for it. It's not bothered. Allah is not going to send angels down to, 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 
to resolve it. But even in Badr, they acted. Exactly, they acted. exactly. They were, yes, they have, this is the point, we have tawakkul in Allah, we have trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He is going to aid us. And he, yes, He also angels down to help us. However, we don't just stand there. The, the, in the Battle of Badr, they didn't just stand there and just... Exactly, they like, fought fiercely, yeah. They, you know, there were 300 people versus, what, a few thousand or whatever. They didn't just stand there and say, yeah, the angels are going to do everything for us. No. Mm. They they were like we have trust that Allah Taala is going to help us when we act. Exactly, so their neck was in the line. That's yeah. it. Um, but you know, having said all of that, it's really filled me with a lot of alhamdulillah hope, and uh, it's made me very happy to see this ummah so united in 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 wanting some kind of change or wanting to to promote this issue. And you know, people are not hiding behind. You know, everyone changing their DPs. It's actually. It's actually something really quite beautiful to see, you know, mm. how how everyone's coming together and just like, uh, you know, I feel like maybe a lot of people are just confused. They're just confused about we don't really know what else to do. Mm. Even putting the hashtag pray for Sudan, it's not that they're thinking deeply and they're just thinking, oh, I'm lazy, I'm not going to do anything, you know. It's not that they put, it's just that people, I don't think people put the effort into actually thinking about it. Mm. And so a lot of people are just confused about what to do. So they thought, okay, look, I'm going to try to do my bit, you know. But I think that's why we need to have an important understanding of of clarity as to uh, where to go with this. Yeah, no, I think definitely you're correct in terms of people need to come to an understanding of the reality of Sudan and then act. And some mm. people, you're right, um, they're, 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 we, we, there's a lot of us that are confused in terms of what we should do. Um, that's why, and alhamdulillah, look, I agree with you that it's, 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 it's amazing to see that people have taken initiative. You know, to, to to go out and change, the, even though it's not a big thing, yeah, it's, it's really not a big thing. Change their their their, their pictures and, and hashtag, but people need to start. Look, yeah, there is a problem. We can study the problem as long as we can, mm. and that's good mm. because you understand the issue well. But with that, you need to write a solution. Because Sudan is in in dire need for a solution right now, yeah. Mm. And even the military council themselves, they don't know what they want to do. The people confuse as well. The people because you've got multiple different. Like, alhamdulillah, they've united in that they want uh, toppling of the regime, but they confuse as to what to do next now. And that's why you're having all these different discussions and, and negotiations. Exactly. But there's nothing really coming about with mm-hmm. it, right? It's been well, April was two months ago, you know, and uh, and it's still been a few weeks even since all these other murders and whatever. But there's not much been. Not, there's not yeah. much change happening, and I think that. As Muslims, we need to be looking to the Prophet Sallallahu as he as well, what he did in the in, in situations similar to this because he was he as we said in the last episode he was the walking talking Quran in terms of he was he was the perfect enactment enactment of what Allah Subhanahu wa Taala sent down in his book and so um, and so he brought about he changed he basically he look when we look at the people who are i think sorry i think it's a, it's a very good mm. analogy because Quraysh is literally you could say the sudanese government because mm. they're killing people the, the the sahaba used to kidnapped as they were walking that's they're doing that as massive well. persecutions exactly the sahaba were, were killed so they need the the, the military council were doing that as well Quraysh hated uh, uh, the fact that the peter the muhammad and, and the sahaba and all the believers at the time uh, 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 went against their way of life or went against, went against their rules mm. and the Sudanese people are the, uh, the Sudanese government are doing the same thing they hate the fact that the Sudanese people are, 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 are kind of protesting are going against them and I think we need to draw some similarities as to what did Muhammad do at his time that we can do or uh, we can promote to do for the Sudanese people 
which is the fact that they need to expose, first of all, the, 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 the faults within this current system. Mm. And I don't think that that's a hard job. That's not a hard job to expose. Because, bro, the, 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 they've killed enough people. And the, 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 the SPA, the Sudanese Professional Associates, what they're calling for has already been tried in Egypt, a democracy. And it did not work. Because essentially a democracy is a lie, as we've seen in, in, in Britain. Look, one of, the, one of the principles of democracy is the consent of the government. The consent, of the consent of the government, which is the people get what they want. People in the UK wanted Brexit. They've done every single thing to make sure it doesn't happen. Mm. Democracy brings the worst types of rulers as well. In America, you have Trump. Before <laughs> Trump, you had Obama. Before Obama, you had Bush. Before Bush, you had Clinton. Clinton was known for what? Why, why was he taking office? Because he was cheating on his wife. Like, look at the type of rulers that, 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 that the, the, these you know, systems kind of bring in, into mm. life. And they don't, look, the thing is, democracy is a big lie to people because Islam actually gives what the people want. Mm. Islam gives you the consent of the government. Muhammad called to the people, he was, he was a prophet. He was a prophet of Allah And he called to the people of Medina to, to, to bring four of their representatives, yeah? And they would come and speak, for, uh, and, and speak on behalf of the people of Medina. And he was a prophet and, he, and that was for the, the, to elect the, 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 the leader, the Khalifa who would, be, who would lead the Muslims. Mm. An election happens within an Islamic system, mm. not within a democracy. Because mm. in a democracy, you don't get what you it's want, It's the illusion bro. of an election. It's every five years, you can have your say, that's fine. And but the point is that... Um, it's just a change of face, like we I said. Think, I think from, from an even, from a basis of it, what a democracy or what, what this idea of democracy is, is that man and humans and people, we will all discuss together on the laws and what, what laws to make. And the problem with that is that we are flawed beings. We, as humans, we are, we are, we are drawn towards our desires. And so, and, and we as humans, like, you know, it's just, it's just a very flimsy, like, way of making rule, rules. It's very flimsy way of thinking. Flimsy, it's a very flimsy way of thinking to say that, oh, you humans, we're, you're, you should make, we should be able to make rules for society and they're going to be the best rules and that, that, that's, that we're going to accept that. And you know, we can see, and even like, especially Western society and, and, and how times have changed, how opinions are changing, how all of, you know, how um, what is good and what is bad keeps changing. 100%. But the thing is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He is perfect. And the Quran that He sent is perfect. And the Prophet sallam, everything in His actions, it was perfect. And so we look to that and we say, okay, look, I think a better way of, a better uh, system of rulership and uh, a better legislation system is one that was created by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because 100%. It makes rational sense. We, we, we adopt Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we, we adopt an understanding that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is perfect and that he, he should de de determine how we pray, how we eat food, how we wash ourselves when we go to the toilet, how we should do all these other things that govern our life. So why are, we, why, why are we not looking to what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in terms of ruling over other people and in terms of looking for a solution to governance? 100%. And so the Sudanese people, and maybe, you know, maybe it won't happen in Sudan because they're a very confused society. Yeah. But what we do need is we need a united Islamic uh, government, yeah, right? That, that has a, that has a um, play in the world. Because, you know, all these other affairs that happen in the world as well, they're a global issue. And the, the Muslims 
are all scattered about everywhere and there's nothing that unites the Muslims that can actually tackle these global issues. And so we need an, we need uh, something that can tackle them on a global level. 100% agree because like you said, democracy is this big um, assumption that we're going to come together. It's, it's hypocrisy. Democracy is hypocrisy. Democracy is hypocrisy, 100%. <laughs> that you're going to come together and somehow manage a whole society, a whole land of people and it's, it's, it has not worked and I promise you, it will never work Look, it doesn't work in, in even in the UK. Look, this, this this is the oldest democracy standing, the UK, and they couldn't they couldn't give the people what they wanted the Brexit. How and one of one of the, one of the principles and in so many different other walks exactly. of life. Exactly, in the second more oldest democracy, America, they've got someone like uh, uh, Trump ruling them. Mm-hmm. Like really, that 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 is, that is silly. They can't. They, they've got a like for just silly examples but like, sorry just like, simple examples is um is like the the whole he- health health system even the health system here is such a yeah. flawed system like it doesn't support the people in any way but like in america you know they they got such a flawed health system that healthcare is so expensive because they because democracy is just it's all about desires isn't it it's all about it's all about scratch my back or scratch yours exactly. for the for, for, for the for the exactly the, the democracy it, revolves around money these campaigns here yeah, that you see uh, when 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 the elections are run, hmm. where do you think these people get money from? Where the do you businesses. Think? <laughs> the conservatives are sponsored by. If I bro, I remember reading it. Wallahi, wallahi, Allah's my witness. There was at least at least around twenty, from fifteen to twenty private businesses that were sponsoring conservative, uh, hmm. uh, the conservative party. And do you think? Do you think that they're gonna do it for free? That's, that's not think? even that's that's not even like um, unknown stuff. Everyone knows that. Exactly. It's, like, it's open. Like, look at look at Grenfell. Okay, look at the Grenfell Tower incident. Like obviously they still haven't talked about that. But let's look at who you know the what, why are they not talking about it? Why are they not actually solving those issues? I I read something where Sajid Javid, the Home Secretary, right? Who who open is, up. is yeah exactly. But anyway, that's a different issue. His job is to make sure the like look after these things, these things that happen within our within the country, right? And to be accounting people and whatever, I think his best friend or something like that is the CEO of Celotex. Celotex is the company which put the cladding on the on the on, on the outside yeah, of the building, yeah, yeah, yeah. which became flat flammable. And so like, and then also in the area of the politicians in that area, um, they all the MPs, none of them have been accounted for, uh, for for the negligence of this issue because they own that building and they own a lot of other buildings in the area. They they, they are landlords. So they directly benefit from all of that and stuff. This is democracy. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So this is this is the hypocrisy of democracy. Hundred percent. So um, just we've mentioned so many things. First of all, democracy is never going to work. First of all, in Muslim world, because look, the people's heritage is Islam. The people's ideas are Islam. The people's vision is Islam. Why would they accept something from not from Islam? It doesn't make any sense. Secondly, democracy has, does it does not work. We've seen it in the UK. We've seen it in the US. We've seen it in some different countries hmm. where the people's Desires are not fulfilled because democracy is not designed to f- to fulfill or meet the demands of the people. It's designed to meet the demands which suit the elite. That's why all these parties are sponsored by uh, all these private companies, um, which I-, I can't remember the names of it, but there's so many, bro, that you would, you think these companies are not are not going to sponsor the Conservative Party for free. They're getting something back in return, which is what they want implemented. Definitely. Implemented. So we don't want to fall in the same hole. As, as Muslims, we love our brothers and sisters. We want the best for, for ourselves as an ummah, which is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prescribed for us, an Islamic government, or we call it al-khilafah basically, which is a government that rules by Islam 
and you get exactly what you want. Wallahi, if you look at what the Sudanese people are desiring, what they're calling for, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's government allows us. The Khilaf system, the Islamic system allows that. You want, you want, you want an election process. That, that happens under that. And you know what? You don't have, you have to elect a, 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 a Khalifa within three days. So unlike democracy, you don't have all the time in the world to go campaign a billion pound to make yourself look good. You have to elect him within three days. In, 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 in the Islamic system, you can't, you can't take longer than three days. Other, uh, on the other hand, democracy, like I said, they take months campaigning to make themselves look good. Yes. So the intentions are purified from the strip. What do you want? What do you need? Sorry, uh, the, uh, you, you want to be the Khalifa? Okay, what do you have to offer? You have three days to impress the people because we need to elect the Khalifa ASAP. Mm. It's, not, it's not about fake, um, like, just appearances. It's not about, I'm promising you this, I'm promising that, exactly. I'm promising you this. It's about, look. We got to offer this is this is this is an actual um, amana from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala exactly. that I, I'm going to be accounted for, and so therefore, if I'm going to rule over you, and I don't want, and most people do not even want to rule because it's such a big like you don't, you don't so get many, money. So many of the Khalifs in the past, and I think even Umar Khattab, he said, look, it's such a big responsibility. It's not like he he would choose that, but yeah. it's, it's something that is so rewarding as well in terms of you know because because you're you're leading the Muslim Ummah, you know, and you're providing proper solutions, but. Anyway, like, I think that that's something, inshallah, that's something that we should be uniting on in terms of, that's a, that's a very clear solution. Sudan, inshallah. But when, when, we, when we talk about Sudan, we talk about the issue in Sudan, it's important for us to, um, to, to like, not just hide behind the changing of the DP. And, hide, yeah. and, and, and even, look, it's been like a week since all the DP changing. And now, a lot of people are not talking about Sudan. The DP is still blue. That's the thing with a trend. But... Exactly, and it's just died down, and other other irrelevant things in the media have just taken over again, <laughs> and we're not going to get into that. But Subhanallah, you know, it's just it's a sad situation, but that requires action from Muslim I, Ummah. I have a lot of hope for our Ummah. Honestly, 100%. I do. Uh, this 100%. Ummah is is beautiful Ummah, and um, and it's so beautiful to see the unite the unity, even among even under something so so. So little like this little DP, but it gives me hope for for the future. Sure. Yeah, alhamdulillah. I think we outlined the situation in Sudan quite well. Mm-hmm. I think we talked about all the different you know kind of things that happen in Sudan right now, and um, the response, of the, the response of the people to the situation as well. And the solution for Sudan, inshallah. Yeah. Khair, do you have anything else to mention, Mr. Yusuf? I think to, to, for today, that's it, inshallah. I think we'll end it there. Jazakallah uh, khair for everyone for listening. Mm-hmm. Really appreciate it, and um, please support the podcast. Help us get a bit more exposure. Give us a five star rating on iTunes. If you listen on iTunes, give it a thumbs up on YouTube. Subscribe, all that Do kind of everything. stuff. Do everything. Everything. Do everything. Everything. Support your brothers. <laughs> <laughs> no, but also like we're trying to talk about truths. Like you know, this is about staying woke. This is about being conscious of what's happening yeah. everywhere, and. Um, and delving deeper into 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 these situations, the like reality today, of the situations, like yes. Sudan, there's so much stuff. People are talking so much about Sudan, but there's a lot of just very surface level talk about it. And so, inshallah, like what we try to do today is to go deeper into that. And that's what we're trying to do with everything as well. So these are real relevant issues, and um, inshallah, hope you guys benefited. Inshallah, hopefully, we'll see you um, next time. Inshallah, next on, time on uh, the Staying World podcast. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. You don't want to reply. They have to say wa alaikum salam. I didn't reply. Well. <laughs> 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 Maribu Kejo, it's actually. <laughs>